This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is how it starts, Jerry. Come on. I mean, Jesus. I probably should have cued this up. This was not the radio version. Uh-huh. <laughs> Truth is, I thought it mattered. I thought that music Uh-oh. You really took the extended version. Yeah, this is the deep cut. <laughs> the club mix. There you, there you go. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. I remember this song. Tump thump your butt off. Here we go. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. You know why I should have known this song was 97? So there's a part in it where, she, where the woman comes in and goes, oh, Danny boy. Right? Yeah. Okay. I thought she was saying Donnie boy. And I was working with Tony Page and Don LaGreca back in the day. And so I clipped that and I played it. Yeah. You drink a whiskey drink? You drink a vodka drink? <laughs> <laughs> and I played it. I remember some guy called me, hey, 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 jackass. She's saying Danny boy, yeah. not Donnie boy. I'm oh. like, no, she's not. And I should have remembered that. And that was 97 that I was working with them. There it is. Hi, Donny Boy. I, but it was Danny Boy. So. They should do a remix of this. Do they go, oh, Donny Boy, and then it's just Don LaGreca screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could certainly do that, I suppose. He's screamed enough. He's got some of those crazy rants. Had them back in the day, too. Who's a better screamer, uh, Don or Salicata? Ooh. To get When they get legitimately I gotta tell angry you. at a caller, who gets yelled at That's a really most? good one. Um I don't know that I can make that call hmm. because Don has had some legendary <laughs> outbursts, yeah. and so has Sal. Sal gets a little more personal. You loser. You losers. <laughs> Moron, right. Um, I'll say Sal because okay. we work with him every day. Good call, Jerry. But Don back in the day has had some good ones. Now, here's the one thing I don't, I didn't want to read about uh, David Carr talking about Derek Carr. Oh, God. He said, quote, Going to be a long process. Yeah, I know. Oh, goodbye. Well, going to be a long process. Yes. Well, hold on a second, though. That's actually a good thing for the Jets because if the Jets are really making Aaron Rodgers their priority yeah. 
and don't want to pull the string on Carr, pull the trigger on Carr, yes. then they could lose him because he could just go somewhere else right now. And then all of a sudden, then you don't get Rodgers. Now we're back to scenario three or four that we were talking about. Right, which is no good. Could be nobody. So it's probably better for them because maybe in the next week or so they find out from Rodgers, we're not coming to the Jets. Yeah. And then you know guess what? what, Jerry? We always wanted Derek Carr. He's our guy. Fits perfectly. Hit it off with Rex. Not Rex. Who's the coach? Sala. Rob Rex. Sala. Wow. Rex I just, would be awesome. Oh, my God. I just said Rex. Uh, yeah. So then you can pivot and say, that was always our guy. Pivot time, Jerry. That was helps. always our guy. I think it helps a little bit. Because it, there was a chance, even Boomer said it, that maybe the Saints didn't let him leave last week. That's not the case. No, you can't leave. How about this, though? Here's what I do if I'm the Jets, Jerry, and... Uh, Aaron Rodgers decides he goes somewhere else, and Derek Carr decides he goes somewhere else. Some Woody Johnson, I pull up to the podium and I go, "We get knocked down, <laughs> but we get up again. We're never going to give it up." I don't think that uh, Woody's got that in him. Oh, he's got it in him, Jerry. Yeah, I don't and then know. those season ticket purchases will be flying in. People are going to want tickets. They're going to knock down. They're getting back up again. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a, a vodka drink. drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a cider drink. <laughs> Danny boy. Yeah. Uh, also, I was reading, Jerry, that this Daniel Jones situation, that he might now get franchise tagged. Well, that was always a possibility. That's not But I felt new. like that wasn't going to happen, and now it feels well, like that's Well, because happening. I think what people were hoping for was that the tag would go to Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And Jones would get a long-term contract, which sounded good until he decided he wanted to get paid like he's Aaron Rodgers. Yes. It really is amazing when you think about the money that we're talking yeah, about. Stupid. And, and I... <laughs> I get it. And Boomer clearly takes the player sides, which I understand, and he should. But some of this, we've gotten so out of control, it is bizarre to me. I'm now, uh, that used to bother me, like, up until, well, like, yesterday. Sure. Uh, but now I've just decided. <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Now I've just decided I want everyone just to keep spending ridiculous amounts of money. I want Daniel Jones to make $70 billion a year. And then eventually, and it's going to take a little while, but when the whole thing collapses, we'll start fresh and... We'll start when is it going to collapse? The NFL's soon. making more money, more money, more money. Soon. I don't know that the, I don't know that the NFL's collapsing anytime soon. No, well, I don't think the NFL's collapsing. The, the money at some point will collapse. How, though? You see what these, what these the networks little, are paying? I know, but at some point. But you even say the NFL makes sense to you. They get 115 million people watching the Super Bowl. You get 40 million people watching the Cowboys on Thursday night football or Sunday night yeah, football. Yeah, but you can't have... You can never have, and I think this happens in radio, too. I'm not privy to this information, but this is my guess, Jerry. When you see some of these radio contracts for, like, the big-time sports teams, they're break-even for the stations. For sure. Right? So they've said that about uh, the NFL and CBS and Fox, that sometimes they even go, well, they actually lose money, but they get to promote two-and-a-half men all all afternoon. But the problem is that stuff is no longer a payoff because people aren't watching primetime. That's true. As we call it, Jerry, linear television. So at some point, that's no longer going to be a good deal. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And I don't even think we're close because you've got networks that are still... Did you see... uh, What was the network? Ah, So the NBA might not go back to TNT. I forget which network was. NBC wanted back in. You see the numbers that nope. they're talking about for the NBA? No. And nothing's done yet, but they're astronomical. Like, so if that's still going up and the NFL is still going up, I don't know in our lifetime that we see it come back the other way. I really don't. Hmm. And and this is what this is the thing. This is what I'm talking about when we're discussing the whole salary structure. 
Could you imagine a situation where you're making, let's say you're making $200,000 a year. Sweet. You want to go in for a raise, and anything less than a million dollars a year would be unacceptable. You hear that, Spike? I'll be down the hallway. (laughs) I'll be down the hallway later. Now, how about this? How about anything less than $2 million from your $200,000 would be unacceptable? Daniel Jones was making... And I, I don't understand all the base salary signing bonus, whatever. Yeah, me neither. I think it averaged out off his rookie deal. I believe he averaged out to about four million dollars a year. Now you want forty five? Yes, that's correct. I mean, good lord! If they offered you thirty one, wouldn't you run around naked and party with vodka? <laughs> Come on, I sure would. I'd be tub thumping, Jerry, God. naked, vodka drink, whiskey but drinks. No, we've got to make sure that we get more money based on what? It's I not based know. on your stats. And I love the kid. Uh, right here. Love the kid. But, I mean, you want to talk about getting paid for what you did and what you – he had a nice season. Yeah, franchise. Does that equate to $45 million a year? Franchise tag is ass, Jerry. Oh, my God. How many times can you franchise tag people? Can I do I it to them every year? Th- I, well, Kirk Cousins, I think, had it done, th- I think, three. Yeah. And then after that, I don't think you can re-sign with that team, which is why he went to Minnesota. The rules are convoluted. They are sure But I are. think you can tag a guy three straight years, I think. Now, you make a lot of money doing that as long as you don't get hurt. Kirk Cousins made $100 million, I believe, in three years. Why playing do they for the all Red- like, I don't want to be franchise tag. Because they want the long-term contract. Oh. So if Daniel Jones, let's say he gets the, the tag this year, I think it's around $33 million. I think. Might be a little more, a little less. Let's just call it 30. Let's call it $35 million. He gets a one-year deal guaranteed for $35 million. What if he breaks his leg? Then what happens? His career could be over. How does that end? Not well. As opposed to give me the five years for forty million a year, two hundred million dollar contract. I believe if you get injured, you get most of that money. So I think that's I think that's what they want. Hmm. Which I understand that that makes sense. I could see not being thrilled with being tagged for one year. I understand that, but it also makes sense for the Giants because let's say you tag them, and let's say next year the Giants aren't very good; they're average, and he doesn't take the next step. You really want to? Commit $45 million a year to him? No, you do not. No, you don't. And I like the kid, but this is insanity to me. And let's be honest. We're not sure that that's legit, too. That that's what he wants. How do we know? Is Mike Florio telling us? Yes. I'm not saying he's wrong. That's also the first time I heard that. So, who knows? Maybe he asked for 45. Maybe he get 39. Maybe that's just his starting point, But it's still insane. Like, I go down the hallway, I'm going to ask for $2 million. And you'll get four percent. <laughs> What's four percent of two million? <laughs> no, not of two million of what you're making. Oh. <laughs> A four percent increase. Yes, exactly. Fair enough. Right. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I love this hire, Jerry, just because of the location of the hire. The name of the person hired. This is Cooter. I know where you're And the location of where he's going. I agree. Indianapolis, farmland, Jerry. There is nothing more America than John Cougar Mellencamp singing about raining on scarecrows in the the Midwest. Right. 
And the Colts are bringing in Jim Bob Cooter as their offensive coordinator. Who always reminds me anytime I hear the name of what show? Dukes of Hazard. You got it. <laughs> it's so true. I Roscoe Pico Train. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Cooter. Is Enos still alive? Enos? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, uh, the actor who played I mean, Dick Enos. Dick Van Dyke is still alive. Yeah. I'm going to say Enos is still alive. Let's say who played Dukes of Hazard. How do you spell that? Enos like penis? Like I think like Enos Cantor. That's Ennis. Oh. <laughs> from Dukes. Enos. Enos. It's E-N-N-I-S. Enos. No, that's from Brokeback Mountain. I need from Dukes of Hazard. You were saying. I don't you know were... how to say caring, thoughtful things after somebody shares an emotional moment. Enos. E-N-O-S. E-N-O-S. So that was, so- I would never have known this. Sonny Schroyer mm. is his name, and Sonny Schroyer is alive and well at the ripe old age of 87. I think Roscoe Pico Train is passed, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> and Boss Hog. Boss Hog Boss looked Hog like he was died. 80 back then. That, I, I do know that. Roscoe. Now, all right, if I asked you, how would you spell that name? Roscoe? Yeah. R- the whole thing. Roscoe P. Cotrain? Yeah. <laughs> I just I'm going to say R-O-S-C-O-E. You got that. Roscoe. Right? Pico. P-I-C-O. Right. It's actually, that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> it's, <laughs> see, now this is funny. <laughs> Two things come up. Who played Roscoe Pico, P-I-C-O, <laughs> Coltrane? And the other one is Roscoe, the letter P, Coltrane. So let's see. Oh, so what... Coltrane was his last name, the officer. It was so it was Sheriff Roscoe Pico, P, the letter P, and then Coltrane. Coltrane. Yes, that was James Best, and unfortunately, He's we passed. lost him in 2015. When I go to heaven, I hope to meet Roscoe P. Coltrane. He was 90. Yeah, good for him. That's a good run. And Jerry, in this Googling, did you know there's, there's a rapper called Roscoe P. Coltrane? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. That's actually pretty funny. By the way, I loved Dukes of Hazard. So did I. And as a kid, I was playing with a with the General Lee and of course. A, a big uh Southern flag on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorrel <laughs> Book, by the way, played um played what's his name? Uh Boss, Boss Hogg. Hog. He died a long time ago. He died in nineteen ninety four. Oh, Boss Hogg's been living it up show, in heaven. When did that show? Jerry, late seventies. Yeah, I was a child. That aired in the late seventies, yeah. not the eighties. I was gonna say seventy eight, seventy nine. Really? Yeah. So how the hell did we watch it? Yeah, it used to be their Friday night CBS lineup used to be Incredible Hulk, Dukes of Hazard, and Dallas. <laughs> that oh. why Dallas. I used to stay up to watch the beginning because of the uh, the stadium you, shot. That yeah, used to same, have. Jerry. If so, they could bring back that lineup, I think CBS is coming back. <laughs> Bring back yeah, uh, but this Dukes was the Hazard. You guys are wrong. This was the 80s. It was 79 to 86. Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Because I knew I watched it as a kid. But I remember it in the 70s, so I guess. Yeah, 1979. 79. Right. I was 10. I was there early with the Dukes of You were right there with it. The final episode was February 8, 1985. Boy, not a long run. Six years. Eddie and I were there early on before all you punks got involved in Dukes of Hazard. We were there. With, uh, well, you were old. Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah. Daisy Duke. I was 12. No, you older know. than me, though. Truth. That's all. That's Jerry, all. you ever hear this song? Look at those girls in Daisy Duke's, yeah. Who played? Let's she, have a party. You think she's still alive? Oh, yeah. That's Catherine, Catherine de Burke or something. Catherine. Catherine Bach. 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 Catherine Bach. She's still alive. Jerry. She is still she alive. Is. She was born in 1954. 46, 23. So she's 69. Yeah. 
I still have her photos on my walls, Jerry. And sadly, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> in my kitchen, I have a Catherine Bach calendar. And the best part of being single, you can do that. I can do that, Jerry. Oh. Ain't no one going to tell me what to do with my Catherine Bach posters. And again, Gina's having a bad day. There it goes. That's gone. <laughs> and take this Catherine Bach picture off your wall. Could you tell me the character, not the character, the actor names for Bo Duke and Luke Duke? Uh, John Schneider. Yes, that's one. Good job. Uh, uh, John uh, John Schneider was uh, Bo Duke. Correct. Damn, I do know Luke. Luke you, Duke. I know you will. And once I tell you, you're going to be like, ah. I'm not going to come up with it, though. Tom Wolpat. There you go. <laughs> he was born in 51. He's still around as well. So that's kind of cool. John Schneider is an actual, like, uh, sings and plays guitar. Oh, he's a country singer? Why didn't they have doors for that car? Like, why did they have to go in the window? Because it was cool. <laughs> and Uncle Jesse, he's got to be passed. Oh, Uncle oh my God, Jesse died Uncle... during the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse passed in season two, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he did not pass in season two. They had Aunt Bessie come in. <laughs> All right, uh, he was playing. we got to take a break. Denver Pyle. Mm-hmm. Um, he w- Wow. Is he still alive? No, he's not still alive. He died in 1996. Is he the brother of Gomer Pyle? That was Gomer? Oh, yeah, Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You made me think about that for a second. Now, them Duke boys, like when they would go to commercial, be like, nah, what the, see what these Duke boys have going for them when they get back. (laughs) I know. As a kid, I like that show. Oh, I love Dukes of Hazzard. I did. They'd take that car flying all over the place here. Yeah, and you would actually see the fender bend when it would crash. But then in the next scene, it was fine. Yeah, of course. Quick break, 539, a lot more to do in 20 minutes, and then Boomer and G with the top on the van.